Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking about cyber exposure and other security topics today, and it's my pleasure to be speaking with Gavin Millard. He's the Technical Director with Tenable. Gavin, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Tom. Great to be on here. Hey, Gavin, to start out, I want to talk about a couple of outbreaks that we have seen this year. WannaCry and NotPetya. They got the world's attention. What's your take on these outbreaks and what they meant to the industries? One of the most frustrating things about WannaCry is that it leveraged uh, a known vulnerability that had been disclosed uh, for over a month. You know, the patch had been available from Microsoft MS 1710. So when it hit, you know, everyone was really surprised and uh, you know, it affected a ubiquitous um, system as well, yeah, SMBV1. And everyone was quite surprised that, that many organizations uh, were hit by it. It's like, well, why hadn't you patched? Unfortunately, you know, the reality that we face is that you know, organizations um, aren't patching these critical, easily exploitable vulnerabilities. If you think back to you know, 2001 with SQL Slammer or 2002 with NIMDA, um, you know, SQL Slammer yeah, it took advantage of a six-month-old uh, vulnerability in, in SQL to, uh, to spread and really brought down the, almost like the whole internet. Uh, and you know, it was like, we, we should learn from this. This is a really bad thing. You know, this thing should not be able to happen. And you know, unfortunately, it's not changed that much in the, uh, in the preceding you know, 14, 15 years. Um, so you know, a lot of the organizations that were hit by it, they hadn't removed SMBV1. Um, you know, it's a, a very well-known um, insecure protocol um, to the outside world. And then unfortunately, they hadn't patched as well. But if you actually think about it, it's not that easy to actually deploy a patch. You know, it's great for us to, to sit on a, a call like this and say, hey, you should go patch all your things. But it's not as easy as that. You know, the NHS in the UK were hit with WannaCry really badly. And there's like 200 plus trusts uh, within uh, the NHS. It's really difficult for you know, a, a, you know, a small team to then say, well, we need to patch this big vulnerability because unfortunately new vulnerability is being discovered every day. And it was very similar with NotPetya as well. NotPetya was quite similar to NIMDA where it had a, a multifaceted approach to, to spreading. So unfortunately, you know, as soon as it got into an infrastructure, it spread very quickly, um, causing a, a lot of damage within those organizations. You know, I think it was um, you know, a couple of organizations have come out and actually said it cost them you know, $300 million of damage, which is you know, quite shocking, really. Gavin, Tenable is well known for the creation of Nessus, the vulnerability management solution. But I see now that you're talking about cyber exposure. What is cyber exposure in your context? Yeah, if you think back 10 or 15 years ago when, when Nessus was invented, it was really easy to be able to understand what an environment looked like. You know, we could you know, sweep across the network and identify all of the assets on the network. And you know, things change when virtualization was brought in, you know, we could suddenly spin up a system uh, a lot more quickly, you know, right-click, clone, press, play, you've introduced new systems. So we saw like a, 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 an increase in the compound annual growth rate of infrastructures. But more recently, there's been some major changes in the way IT operations are deploying systems. You, you think of things like containers, as an example, and cloud. You th these, um, these technologies have enabled organizations to very rapidly deploy systems into the environment. Now, this has caused a problem for security. And for security, 
um, they're finding it very difficult to keep up with this newfound ability to be able to deploy systems at an, at an alarming rate. You know, the operations ability to deploy has fast passed um, security's ability to identify and assess. And so the way that we look at it is you know, the difference between what is known and managed on an environment, basically what we know is there and what in the vulnerabilities that are resident on those systems. And then what's actually connected to the environment. So all these other things that are connected and running that unfortunately security aren't aware of. And we categorize that as the cyber exposure gap, that gap between what is known and what is uh, and, and what isn't. Now, unfortunately, you know, when you talk to uh, CISOs and you know, security directors, uh, like I do quite frequently, and I ask the question, you know, what's the biggest threat you face today? You kind of expect them to say like the Russians or the North Koreans or you know, whichever nation state we're blaming attacks on uh, at the moment. But the reality is, it's this problem. It's the problem of being able to just know what's in the environment, know, you know where they're vulnerable, so they can then take the right approaches to addressing it. You know, we talked about WannaCry a few minutes ago. You know, WannaCry was a classic example of a cyber exposure that should have been known and managed, either patched or a compensating control put in place. So our goal as an organization uh, at Tenable here is really enable organizations to close that gap between what is known and what is connected. Yeah, but perhaps you could give me some examples of cyber exposure in some of the sectors that we look at today. Yeah, so um, if we look at uh, something like industrial, yeah, only a few weeks ago, uh, the US CERT uh, made an announcement that many of the, um, the power grid and electrical uh, producing organizations were being targeted by hackers. You know, this is a, a huge problem where you know, the, the environments uh, that are producing electricity and, and really you know, our backbone of, uh, of critical infrastructure are being targeted and they're not that difficult to break into because of the cyber exposure of those devices. They're, they're, the environments that um, are running aren't well known. And the reason for that is because you can't just go and scan a power station. You can't uh, go and scan you know, uh, an oil rig and cause problems in that actual activity of scanning. And one of the things that we've been working on um, at Tenable is different methods of being able to collect asset information, vulnerability information on, on different types of devices. So when it comes to industrial, we have uh, passive capability. So we sit on the network and we and we listen uh, to the, the devices talking. If you think about the uh, Purdue model of industrial, you know, you've got level zero, which is you know where all the um, you know the heavy industry actually is the, the the machines are. But then you've got layers above like that, like plant supervisory. And what we can do is we can sit on all of those layers and identify the different um, types of devices communicating on there, and I identify the vulnerabilities affected by them. So to do this, we actually partnered with, uh, with Siemens, um, you know, the biggest producer of, uh, of these types of devices, to ensure that we had great visibility. But like industrial is only one area that, that you have to think about on today's modern assets, the, the types of devices that you have to identify to be able to close that cyber exposure gap. You know, another area could be you know, containers. Like Containers are exploding. The, the use of Docker and uh, you know, being able to deploy systems very, very quickly into the environment. But you can't scan these things. They're you know, they're ephemeral. They're very short lived, um, but they're also uh, very difficult to communicate with. They don't often have a uh, an SSH stack, as an example. 
And so you know, to be able to address that particular area, what we've had to do is integrate into what you call the CICD pipeline, the uh, continuous integration, continuous deployment pipeline that DevOps people use when deploying containers. So we can, instead of, instead of trying to scan a container that's running out in the wild, we can actually scan that container before it's pushed. It's a simple unit test. You know, is this container vulnerable before it's deployed into the environment? Gavin, you talked about the partnership with Siemens. I'd love to hear some more about that, as well as the prospect of IT impacting OT for what really could be catastrophic outcomes. Yeah, so let's um, let's use an example with regards to IT and OT. So, yeah, when it comes to IT, IT have very uh, been very much focused on uh, data security, uh, whereas OT or industrial SCADA, all these different names that people give it, has been more about safety and uh, and less about the security of the underlying um, IT infrastructure. And you know, this became very obvious when, you know, unfortunately, the Ukrainian, a Ukrainian power plant um, got attacked um, back in 2015. And what happened was the attackers broke into the traditional IT environment uh, through standard methods of like phishing and, and uh, uh, basically trying to take advantage of known vulnerabilities. And once they were in there, they then uh, managed to grab credentials and connect to a VPN that was uh, on the uh, on the actual industrial plant itself, and then caused havoc. In reality, they they blew the circuit breakers uh, on that uh, within that uh, within that space and caused lots and lots of damage. Then went back and wiped the traditional IT infrastructure and basically stopping energy from being produced. And of course, that has a catastrophic effect to the population surrounding it. You know, suddenly they've lost huge amounts of power and creation capabilities, and uh, you know, you, you have brownouts or, or even blackouts. Now, you know, the threat to OT uh, operational technology has been known for some time. In fact, uh, only a few weeks ago, the US CERT uh, came out very publicly and stated that you know it's one of their biggest concerns at the moment that uh, power creation um, is being targeted by uh, by threat actors. And uh, we've been aware of that for a while, and we wanted to be able to help organisations gain better visibility of the OT environment. And the best way we could do that was by partnering with Siemens. You know, they create most of the technology that's running within these power plants. So by partnering with them, it enabled us to be able to get into their labs and work with them to be able to help identify all those different uh, asset types, you know, be it HMIs, you know, human machine interface systems, you know, PLCs, all these different uh, devices that they produce. Now, what this has enabled us to be able to do that is, is have that visibility and be able to identify all of the different asset types and, uh, and vulnerabilities associated with them. Um, but we do that with actually scanning the network. So we sit there passively uh, monitoring the network. You know, Siemens um, knew right from the beginning that just putting a Nessus scanner into the OT environment wouldn't work because, of course, you know, we could ourselves cause damage by scanning the wrong things and overutilized systems. So by sitting there on the network and just sniffing the, uh, the traffic, um, it enables us to be able to give visibility to the, to the plant managers and then the uh, operational um, technology security team and also the traditional IT security team as well. Well, Gavin, that's a great overview. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today. Thank you. We've been talking about cyber exposure. I've been speaking with Gavin Millard. He's the technical director with Tenable. 
For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.